Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Grand Rising, all of you, good to see you, and I am glad Deanna did a good job yesterday taking over, broke down framework very well, so we can have something to talk about today, that's for sure. She is under the weather, she is under the weather, so she's got a camera off, she'll have it off today, but she'll have it on at the 11 o'clock or 10.30, thing that we do, so she's under the weather, we was out in trees and stuff doing videos and it must have yeah anyway yeah it must have triggered she was underwater yesterday too but she she put on a good good front for y'all because we don't we don't let people see it's weak you understand you know things like that nevertheless framework what does that mean so i think diana told you all yesterday that I've got it written down here, the framework for the metaverse. The framework for the metaverse is to create a millionaire. What is the framework? Well, that's the step-by-step walking from one person, you know, worst position or anywhere they start to becoming a millionaire. And what did I have to go through? So that's what 
um, framework is. But what exactly is framework? Well, think of it as an invisible world that you put around people wherever they are. And this invisible world has the greatest salesperson, the greatest marketer, the greatest coach, the greatest mentor, you know, just that, that assistance, like that greatest assistance possible. Think about that. And then you move each step of the way from wherever they are to wherever they're going next. And this helps them get to where they want to be. That's simple. So I'm going to say that one more time. And that is the basis of our foundation. And it's also our shield, the slowest I'm going to go. Because after that, you're going you're gonna to hear my cadence pick up. And after that, I'm going to go much, much faster. Framework is this invisible world you place around the prospect or your customer, okay? You place around your prospect or your customer. I'm going to have somebody introduce themselves in a second. But you, right, you, you, if you place around your product, or your product, your customer, your system, because I want to walk you to a different place. For instance, I just came in here this morning. This is the office. I say, Grace. I want you to go to Tahiti. Grace, do you currently know the geographical location, longitude and latitude of Tahiti? No, sir. Outstanding. So Grace got some questions, don't she? If she don't know where it's at, how the hell is she going to get there? You, you, all right. So she, do, do you even know what continent it's on, Grace? No, no, sir. This is, this is getting better and better by the moment. Freedom. This is getting better and better. So here's Grace. She's sitting in her chair in Galveston, Texas. Now, what I have to do in order to make sure she gets to Tahiti is I have to put a framework around her that gets her there from Galveston, Texas to Tahiti. The reason I said I have to put that framework around her because here's the last thing you want. You last thing you want is someone getting into your business. Grace, please tell us the first few things you have to do to get to Tahiti. Just right now, just real talk. Well, to get to Tahiti, if I don't know where it is, I got to look it up to see where I'm going. Okay, then. That's step one. If I can have somebody, let's see. Okay, I'll do it. We, because Deanna's sick one is look it up i'm just i ain't gonna put one i'm gonna say look it up keep going okay so after i find where tahiti is then i go to one of the airline sites or most, most likely i'm going to bush continental intercontinental airport because it's out of the country so i can get a ticket to go there because i can't drive there because it's out of the country okay so after i get my ticket um, I, well, yeah, before the ticket, I figure out how long I'm going to be there, right? Get my ticket, um, find out what the weather's going to be like for how long I'm there. So I pack appropriately, you know? Do you have your passport? Ta thank you so much, Ms. Frieda. 
make sure I got the passport is updated. If I have one, make sure it's updated. If I don't have one, I can't go nowhere until I get this passport. Thank you so much. Mr. What about Reed? a visa? Do you need a visa? Oh, Where are you okay. getting the money to pay for all this? That's what <laughs> I want. <to> <laughs> That's it. Other people Y'all better, help. Y'all better help. Okay, now here's the deal. She skipped like 50 steps. Because that's what we do. And, and, and that's not to say she did anything wrong. We just, we, we don't, we do stuff so often, we don't know how to teach it. Mm-hmm. And you, we don't know. You, you don't say, hey, five-year-old, you got to get on the plane. Bush Intercontinental. That's like 20 steps in itself. First off, five-year-old is going to say, what's Bush Intercontinental? And you're going to say, oh, that's the International Airport in Houston. Well, why you didn't just say go to the airport? Oh, well, Houston has two major airports. Oh, what's the other one? Mm -hmm. Hobby International. I mean, Hobby Airport. Mm -hmm. But why can't I just go out of Hobby? It's closer. Well, then you got to explain. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And then you're going to, what's the visa? And all this stuff. So there's really like 100 steps in this thing. Here's the point. Why are you making your customer do all them steps? Mm. There's your point. I'm not telling you your customer won't take all those steps, but your customer says, this ain't the business for me if they got to do all them steps themselves. They feel undervalued. They feel like another number. See, see you get it? That's, that's important. That's extremely important they feel like oh they don't care about me to do this to ask this because they're not your customer's not saying give me a handout they just saying can i get some help i'm confused how many out you you play video games i know i know i know dan plays video games because we're going to talk about that in a second right <laughs> we play video games and this is the truth if you get on the video game and you're like i don't know what to do i don't, I don't know what to do here because it's a brand new world you have no idea what to do so the, the, the good video games, they have these tutorials and they disguise them. They disguise them now. They, you know, they don't say tutorial no more. They, you, like in Fallout, you walk to the vault and you start learning, you know, pick up this and pick up, the, yeah. They, 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 nah, well, it's because who wants to go through a tutorial? Tutorials are boring. And yeah. Tony, I have a question. Yes, sir. Does the person that they're going to Tahiti because you want them to go there, or is that their vision to go to Tahiti? Even and if they, better. If they, if they, have, they have to have the vision of wanting to go to Tahiti and why they want to go there and what their aspirations are in order to, you know, because that might they might not really want to go to Tahiti. I'm sure they might, they, they, they might, they might, they might just because, you know, they might just throwing that out there. I, I, that's what I did. I just came up. That's, even, that's a better example. I came up, I said, I should. Grace go to Tahiti because that's because Tahiti's my baby. This is my company. This is my baby. This is how y'all treat y'all company. You got special, is- to specialize it to the person. You got to identify right. the person's wants and needs, and then that's right. That's exactly tailor it to where they want to go. That's exactly why can I, I ask a question. Out. You sure can. Go ahead. Um, I understand that you're going, mm-hmm. but why? Exactly. That's even better. You 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 you're enhancing the problem we got. All right. We're talking about framework. What y'all do is y'all start a business and you say everybody's gonna like my business. No, we're not. I don't want your necklace. I don't I, and if I do, I don't want that gym. Or I don't want it's okay, you got an album, but I didn't want that song. You made that song. I don't even like this beat. 
I only like two songs on this album, to be honest with you. That's why I didn't buy it. I streamed it. It was safer that way. You, 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 you get what I'm saying? Like real talk. Like real talk. So we could we treat our companies like our babies when in truth our companies are not our babies. They're your customer baby. But you can't just stick your customer in there and be like, you're going to Tahiti. Because as 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 Sandra just said, why? First off, I got stuff to do here. So why don't match right now? And then, like Anthony said, for what? <laughs> that ain't where I want to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not where I want to go at all. I heard they got mosquitoes out there. So I you know, exactly. So you have to create this framework step by step. You understand? Mm-hmm. Around people that walks them from step one to wherever you want them to go. Remember last week, I had y'all ask the question, how, um, where are you going? Where is your company going? And then I had you ask another question, but where you want your customers to go in that? You understand? Where you want your customers to go in that, where you're going. It is not enough, Jerome, to build a company. Because if you build a company, but don't know where you're going, you're going to stay right in the middle of class. If that, if, if that, you probably more accurately, your company is going to stay in your pocket and you're going to always be funding your company instead of your customers funding your lifestyle. Say that one more time. If you don't have nowhere you're going, your money, your job, your salary, your whatever is going to be funding your company, taking money out your pocket. And most of our businesses, don't lie, take money out your pocket. You know it. You got, you got, your, you got your little, little monthly check coming in every month. And you're feeding it every month instead of the company feeding every, you know, feeding itself. Because you don't, you haven't asked yourself, where am I going with this crypto? You say, well, I'm just teaching people. That's not okay. We can, I can, there's 50 steps in teaching people. Who are you teaching? And why are you teaching me crypto? I don't want to know that. Navy Federal can't stand crypto. My main accounts are at Navy Federal. In order to buy crypto, I got to transfer to PayPal just to get crypto. My accounts at Regions, they don't care. You understand? They don't. They don't. Just because you have a customer does not mean you're doing well by them. And most of you think, well, I got to treat the customer right. That's facts. If you're a hole, then you're gonna get a whole harvest, right? That's facts. That's 100% facts. But a big chunk of treating the customer right is having framework around them that does it for them. One of the worst things you can do, in, in especially like you play a video game and you don't come back for like eight months, and it's like. I don't, I don't remember what buttons to push. Like literally, cause you gotta, you gotta adjust it, muscle memory to other buttons. And then you, you get back on, it's like, I have, oh, okay. You don't run with R2 on this game. You run with square or something, you know? It's like the, 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 you GTA five run and fallout 76 are two different run methods. Mm-hmm. And if you spend six months away, like I haven't played Red Dead Redemption and a year and some change 
when I get there, I'm going to be confused. And tell me what human being do you know that enjoys feeling stupid? I ain't never met one. N never. The reason, if I, since half of y'all know you need to learn another language right now, you want to, you know you need to, you got to drive to do it. You just ain't got to drive to get past that first six months of feeling stupid. That's why you ain't doing it. You understand? That, that, that's why you ain't doing it. It's not that, it's not that you're lazy. No, that feeling stupid is just stronger than your desire to learn another language. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The feeling stupid is just stronger than your desire to learn another language. Real talk. So this framework has to be around your customer. And sale, when you think of sales funnels, you think of sales funnels as a perfect grace that's never acts for a day off, never has to use a restroom 24 hours a day, and just consistently walking the customer to the next level, answering all questions and, and easing all fears, curving doubts. That's what Grace is doing the whole way through with that customer. That's a, that's a step in a sales funnel, each, each step of the way. But framework should be doing that too. It took me about, so we, you're going to watch me build the metaverse framework because the metaverse frame metaverse framework is to create a millionaire but it took me like three thousand steps and i may be being modest and the first steps are painful they are because the first steps all prove you stupid and you're not going to like that. You're not. You're not going to like that. You're, the first, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the first three steps for sure. And then I'm going to get, <laughs> somebody just mentioned me, so I want, I want to learn those steps, please. Right now, sir, if you could just help me. <laughs> I do understand. <laughs> he ain't wasting no time, Frida. Private message, if you can go ahead and take me through those steps, I'd appreciate you. I'm, I'm here to look stupid right now. <laughs> So I'm gonna run through the first three steps and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, we got two, two, two guests. I don't know if Jasmine wants to talk. I mean, you told me Jasmine was coming and I've got Dan here as well. So I'm gonna get him to talk. Now, let's go to these first three steps. I kid you not, I said this years ago on some podcast. I had to read a hundred. Actually, you know what? That's actually the second step. That's actually the second step. I just thought about it. It's actually the second step. The first step was disaster. If it was not for losing everything in Hurricane Ike, I would have never, ever, ever said I wanted more. That's 2008. Never. And it, I didn't become a millionaire in 2016. So it took me eight years. Some of y'all can't do nothing for eight days. Imagine losing for eight years, Jerome. Just boom. Cool. Yeah, right? just, just think about it. You know what I'm saying? It took me, it took me eight years. And then I didn't even know I was. My taxes said so. <laughs> anyway, that doesn't even matter. Disaster, step one. 
Okay. You mm -hmm. said if it if it wasn't for you losing everything in 2008 in the hurricane, you would have never ever decided I wanted more. Ah, okay. So step one framework in ATS should be deciding. Uh, if you're new here, ATS makes it first down the same thing. ATS is like alphabet and it has all these companies inside of it, like Google and Android and stuff. So, so you sometimes you hear that interchangeable terminology there. Step one's framework in ATS, without a doubt, Jerome, should be assessing if someone is in a disaster or even needs this disaster framework. Everybody don't need it. Step two should be the, it's like, so I'm a computer program. So it's like, if then, if this is true, then do this, else do that. That's how you, that's how you write in a program. If you are, let me let me let me show you. Don't lie. Do not lie. I'm I'm asking for maximum participation. If it's not an embarrassment, you'll be okay. You 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 you'll be fine. If you met me and start learning from me in a disaster, however you want to define that, you said I'm done with this, or I just got out of it and I want more. However that may be, would you please? Raise your hand, flash your camera, say something on the mic, please. Yo, here we go, right here. All right. Yes. Can you see disaster don't give a damn about your generation yep. or your race or your creed? You understand? That was all walks of life. That was from 22 to 70 something. You understand? Because disaster is obviously completely subjective to you completely subjective to you and if that's the case when jerome we gotta take this seriously because his deal what happens here. when you're what you say i'm still here and i can't that's, stand. That's, that's, that's what i that's what i that's just what i was about to address that is exactly what i was about to address i'm still here i can't stand it that's, you know what i'm saying like real talk the the idea here is to understand that Disaster has no respect of person whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And the first thing we have to do in ATS is help you ease the burden of that disaster. Deal with it like just, you know what? I'm here. It is what it is. And most importantly, well, two things next. So identify that I'm in a disaster, you know, like step one. Uh, I, I am an addict. Hi, my name is Antonio. I'm an addict. You got to admit it. Like you have to just sit up here and say, you know what? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Because you could be 70, have everything together, and then your house start falling apart. That's a that's a real thing. Kids that came through, tore the damn thing up. They out now buying these new $500,000, $600,000 houses, you know, that they just make in two weeks. And here yours is run down because <laughs> the kids did peed in diapers all over the place and grew up and got reared and stuff. And now you find you 70 got to start over. That happens 50% of <laughs> that happens all the time. It really does. 
It, it, it really does. Or you simply can't get one because you're helping so much. That's right. Jesus that's right. Christ. That's right. Now you talking about that's a black thing right there. That's for mm. sure. That's for sure. Most Amen. Not, that's hundred percent. No, that's hundred percent. Most of my family or people, at least I don't even say my family. In my experience, most of the black people that I know don't buy their houses until 65, 70. And if they don't get it then, then what happens is they wind up living in some retirement community. And if that don't happen, then they live in with one of their kids. That's that's the black experience. You know what I'm saying? It's a black experience. That makes sense. That because you know, you got you know, redlining and there's so many different factors that have played into this that, you know, historically throughout America is so many different factors. But it makes sense. It makes it makes complete sense. It is complete sense to see. Uh, we, we got this data. We know that that 90 percent of the wealth of the middle class is in their home. And we know black folk ain't got that. You, you know what I'm saying? We, we know this already. This is this is something that's, that's understood. So that's that's good. So then now she just added a new element. Step two, well, in that framework, we need to add new echelon, well, echelon, that's levels, right? And nuances. We need to identify the different cultures and, and systemic problems that may keep someone in their disaster longer. It's different for some people, not different from other people, but it's the truth. Because you can't treat everybody the same. It doesn't make no sense for me to come to Phil and be like, okay, Phil, first I need you to accept that you can get through this. Well, Phil been there. He did it already. So I don't need to have a conversation with him. You understand what I'm saying? But I do need to have it with you. <laughs> it's, it just depends on where you're at. Disaster could be different things for different people. After I got slaughtered in that disaster, the second thing I did was I had to hear somebody else, and it pissed me off. It pissed me off. I had to hear somebody else tell me on a network marketing call, stupid calls. <laughs> I'm, I'm st- still like, this is this is the this is the only level of unforgiveness I got in my life right now. The same call every time. Every time I think about it. My chest starts sweating every time I think about it. God doggone charismatic guy got on there and said, if you make nine dollars an hour in America, that's your fault. First off, okay. F you, buddy, because I make nine dollars now. Okay. <laughs> You're right. I, I make nine dollars an hour right now. You got me messed up. Okay. You got me messed up. And I was so mad when he said this because this, this is a free America is a free market. And I was mad because it was the truth, but ain't nobody trying to hear the truth. Neither did I admit it was the truth. You understand what I'm saying? Like this, this wasn't, we wasn't having no truth conversation. We was having a victimhood conversation. You understand? And I needed to blame the white man or something for why I couldn't get where I was getting. You know, and somebody needs somebody else, Susan needs to blame. It wouldn't me. Somebody else needs to blame. Shit. You know, somebody else needed it. It wouldn't me. It ain't my fault. It's somebody else's fault. It can't be my fault because I'm too good. Some of y'all, that's your song right now. You singing that song right now, okay? You sing it every day. You sing it every day. 
Oh, second thing I had to do, Grace, I had to read 186 self-help books. Not to get better, to stop being arrogant. This is still a step two. No, this is step. This is framework two. I kid you not. I had to read 186 self-help books to stop being arrogant. Not to learn anything. Not to master something. I was so steeped in poverty that I missed anything you would have said to me because I had a realistic reason why that wasn't true. Some of y'all right now, if I cut, if I, some of y'all right now, if I call you, if I call you right now and I say, I've already done this to some of you people, I say, all right then, well, I'll tell you what, I've got the sweet deal for you. It's going to cost you $18,000, $18,000 and in a year or two or something, whatever, you'll get back return and we'll turn the 18,000 into something like 27,000. You go, I'm not going to do that. There is no real, there is no bank on the planet that's going to let you turn 18,000 into 27,000 in a year. It just don't exist. It just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And ain't that many vehicles that's going to let you do that. But you didn't hear, you didn't hear you didn't hear 46% return on investment. That's not what you heard. You heard, I ain't got it. I just do it all the time. I ain't got it. That's what you heard. But here's the deal. If I told you, if you were the right, if you were in a different frame, and if I, if I ever came to Monica and said 16,000, get you, get you 27,000. All right, I'm going to get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. You don't want to hear the details? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm gonna get it. You doing it? All right, I'm gonna get it. Different frames, different responses. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? When some of y'all, I, I was gonna say it the hood way. Some of y'all <laughs> tense up. I was gonna say. Some of y'all tense up. You just say asshole clams up. <laughs> Something the spink, like that. The sphincter gets tight. <laughs> real tight. Real tight. If I say anything with a comment in it. If I say if I say if I say okay, Frida, this is what we're going to do. I want you to spend $99 on this program that's going to help you. Nah, can't do it. Let you give it to me for free. Then she leaves this conversation and goes to Walmart and spend $299. So you that ain't don't help me at all. <laughs> no, you're going to turn it into a turd is what you're going to do. Because everything you bought into Walmart is going to come out in your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so you take it. That's tell me how it's not true. You go buy food, you eat it. It's going out in your toilet. That's what you did with your two hundred ninety nine dollars. You understand what I'm saying? But for ninety nine, you could have invested in the future. But my point there is, 
frame two is important because there are people, no matter your age, you're not willing to invest in yourself because that's not, that's not what you hear. That's not what you see. And if I say invest in yourself, that's not what you hear. You hear I'm charging you. That's what you hear. Mm -hmm. That's what you hear. And you get offended. You do. You, you, you get offended, right? And then you, or you hear, oh man, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel after I let that money go. And it ain't in my account no more. You hear everything that is not of prosperity. So I had to read 186 books just to stop saying I cannot. And that's the honest to God truth. I meet most people in life, forget this company, in life, right there in framework two. Doesn't matter the age. Mm -hmm. Right there in framework two. And here's the ultimate test for you. This is the ultimate test. The ultimate test is we have you know, we, I, I was going to do a hypothetical example. Let's use a realistic example. Let's use a realistic example. There's nobody here that doesn't know I get money. It's, it's foolish if you if you if you don't think this because you you've seen it. You know it. It is what it is. It's just it's impossible. It's impossible not to. I dominate the first thirty pages of Google. This is this is too easy. And right now. Sorry, the new mastermind is $547. I'm not trying to say you. I just want you, to, want you to see something. It don't cost $547. It's, my, it's one of my $500,000 programs, but this is a $200,000 version, $547. And you thinking about it. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say, what is the opportunity cost, that's an actual term, of this $547? You take you out the equation, you take me out the equation, and you say, okay, is there a better opportunity in my experience for $547 to get to $500,000? Because one of the massive courses in there is step-by-step -step guide to $500,000. Minimum. That's minimum. If, and you're supposed to say, well, hmm, okay, let me think about this for a second. In my current existence, in my current experience, in my current reality, do I have an opportunity that will yield me something more than $547 for $547. And you sit back and you objectively monitor your life. See, this, this, you do not do this. You can't tell me you do this. You do not because you got, you got $5,000. No, you got $25,000 worth of clothes in your closet right now that you have not worn in a decade that you can easily do a garage sale for or go on eBay and get $547. But you don't think like me because we're not in the same frame. Mm -hmm. I would sell them shoes from freshman year so quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
that, that couch that need to be y'all get out of here real quick this, this this is nothing for me because i'm not attached to anything i'm not attached to anything what you're supposed to say is all right 547 dollars can give me this like this is the remember i'm trying to tell you refrain and if you can't do that then five thousand fifty thousand two hundred thousand don't matter you go if you intimidated by $547, you're intimidated by $54. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If I say $547 get your brand new house, you'd be like, yeah, let me get it. Because society has told you having a house is a good deal. That's a bad deal, actually. It is actually a really bad deal to have a house in today's age. It was a fantastic job when Sister Booker was getting raised by her mama and, 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 and her grandmother was out there, you know, teaching her mama cooking, you know, beets and stuff, you know, preserving stuff in the jar. It's a fantastic idea. But if you own a house now, I don't care how, how old you are, you feel it now. They have devalued the dollar so much, it's not even funny. It makes no sense to own a house today. I know you see the memes. Oh, you renting, you could have did, could have had this. Makes no sense to own a house today. If you want to own a house, there's only one real way to do it. Create a vehicle and somebody else pay your mortgage. It's the truth. It's the truth. And if you're in a position where you have a mortgage, no worries. How much is your mortgage? $2,000 a month. All right, then. How many? $20, $200 sales do you need to get to for $200 a month? And you go, well, just 20. Hmm. Okay, you need 20 sales. What can you- Better have money on the hand too for all the repairs and everything else has to have go on. So by rights. So Leasing, renting, yeah. <laughs> they pay for that. That is right. That is absolutely right. Like, you just yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just gonna go ahead and say five thousand. This we get two thousand, two thousand, but you need five thousand because she's right. She, she, see, that's that's that that's that wisdom. You understand? And the wisdom, the faucet didn't stop fauceting, and you got to do something about that. You know, somebody that drove into your mailbox, and since you own that, you got to pay for that. You can't get no mail, you know, unless Don't you pay for that. AC it. go out, Lord. Have oh Lord, you talking like somebody in the south? Lord, yes. Yeah, man, it's true. Yeah, buddy. They're, the South would not be populated without air conditioning. I can assure you. I can assure you. That is for sure. Whoever invented air conditioning worked outside. I promise you that. I promise you that. That's for sure. Nevertheless, doesn't make sense to own no house. I know this is against everything you taught, but I'm trying to show you something. I'm trying to say $547 for a house. You'd be like, but that's actually the trap. Let me tell you why. Because $547 gets you in the house. Now you got, well, five, five, let's, let's say the house is $250,000 in Texas. And that's nice. Mm -hmm. It's a nice house in Texas. Taxes are cheap. That's still $3,000 in taxes a year. So you just traded $547 for $3,000 in taxes. Can I keep going? Still cost of living, that's still 3,000 a month. So that's 3,000 times 12, 36,000. 
So now you at 39, you just traded 547 for $39,000 a month. I mean, a year. Mm. Now you got to eat, huh? Mm -hmm. You already had to eat, but now you really got to eat now that you got the house. And then, of course, utilities. So that 547, when I said 547 for a new house, everybody was like, yep, yep, that makes sense. No, the hell it don't. It don't make sense. You're trading 547 for 43000 a year. Mm. It's better to, it's never good to lose money, but I would rather pay 547 and it don't work and just lose 547 before I gain negative 43000 I'm in a different frame. So I think completely different. Because buying a house is not an asset, it's a liability. So you're supposed to say, is this a liability? Is this a liability asset? Okay. With 547. Is there something here that I can get my 547 back? And if you say yes, I get my 547 back, then you got to say, well, how long will that take? And you say 30 days. And if that's the case, this is a no-brainer. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But y'all don't think properly. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the frame you're in. It's not, this isn't you. This isn't your fault. Yeah, okay. I got you. I, got, I just read your message, Renee. The, this, isn't, this isn't a matter of intelligence. This isn't a matter of your character. This is a matter of, you need, okay, let me do it this way, because I, I did it the other day, but I still don't think y'all. Hey, Secret to Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay, I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score since good credit is like a real life cheat code, seriously, like a real life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious 
serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Get it, so I'm going to do it again. In order to have wealth, write this down. You must already have wealth. This, this is what they're not telling you. In order to have wealth, you must already have wealth. I know you heard me say it last week, but I need to give it to you again. In order to have wealth, you must already have wealth. That means, Frida, if you don't have wealth, you ain't never getting wealth. It also means the threshold for having wealth is having wealth. And if you don't come from wealth, you're never going to get wealth. This is not up for negotiation. This is the, the blood it costs for wealth is other wealth. It's all that American dream stuff is a lie. It's been a lie. It's always been a lie. It's always been a lie. Hey, leave your country, come over here. And your dream should be to be in debt and manage it well in the middle class. It has never been the truth. The American dream has always been, Sister Booker, come on through and manage your debt well and die and pay a death tax. That's always been the American dream. Always. It's always been a lie. <laughs> Period. Right? I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you, it's always been a lie. So we don't, that's not the life we want. You know what I'm saying? And nobody in the middle class ever got wealthy. There's something you, if you think businesses make you wealthy. They don't. You're here to start a business, but businesses don't make you wealthy. Turning your business into an investment makes you wealthy. That's why most of these companies go public. It's the money, making money that makes you wealthy. It's not the business. Jeff Bezos is not wealthy because he started Amazon. Jeff Bezos is wealthy because people buy shares into Amazon. If that ain't make no sense, I, 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 I can't help you no more than what I just did. That made too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, that's the difference. That's the big difference there. That is the huge difference there. So you... So if you don't have wealth, you're not going to get wealth. I should say she felt that. So then now you get, I'm going to show you. God dog it, Facebook. I mean, YouTube. You better not hit me with a copyright, YouTube. Better not. But I have to, but it's okay. Because I'd rather get hit with a copyright about this. So I can get you to see something. I'd rather get hit with a copyright about this than not. And it's just, it's going to do it. God dog it. Uh, there is a, this, this is the only problem with streaming on. It's going to do it. I know it is. There's a classic movie I know Phyllis Susan never made. It's called The Network. Mm. Came out like 1972. You know what? Forget that copyright. Y'all need to hear this. Y'all need to hear this. That's all right. You, you absolutely need to. You absolutely need to hear this. 
because Jerome, I want y'all to listen to this. I want you to know this movie came out, I said 1972 or 76. I want you to know this movie came out in 1976. Everybody hear me? Mm-hmm. I want you to know this movie came out in 1976. I want you to know that. I want you to feel it in your spirit. And then I want you to say to yourself, I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just a good movie, man. It's a Still mad movie. as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. That's it, Jerome. <laughs> What's the name of it? It's called The Network. It's called the network, and Jerome literally just quoted. It. <laughs> it's called the network. This dude was getting fired anyway. I'm not even gonna ruin the movie for you. You just need—I need you to get this for, for a second. 1976. See how much it applies to today. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street, and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to riot. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. I'm not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Who are you talking are they yelling in Atlanta, Ted? But first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. They're yelling in Baton Rouge. Get up, get up, get up out of your... Son of a bitch! We struck the mother lobe. Stick your head out of the window, open it, and stick your head out and keep yelling and yell, I'm as mad as hell, I'm not going to take this anymore. Just get up from your chairs right now. Go to Where the window. Where are you going? I want to see if anybody's yelling. Open it and stick your head out and yell and keep yelling. I'm...
that's worth the copyright hit, God dog it. That is worth it. Tell me how that don't plot to today. How are we not still in the depression? Is our food fit to eat? Did it get fitter? Is the newscaster still telling us about how 65 people had died yesterday? They can't wait to tell us the death rate in Chicago. Ain't nothing changed. It just got worse. Ain't nothing changed. Just got worse. And I'm telling you how to get out of it. If you don't have wealth, you ain't never getting out of it. So how do you get wealth? You got to have a labor force. The only thing on planet Earth that creates wealth is a labor force. Don't take my word. Let's look at world history. Forget American history. Let's look at world history. Can everybody name for me the superpowers of this world, please? I'll start with one, Russia. Can somebody give me another one? China. China. Give me another one. U.S. America. Thank God for the industrial age. Great Britain. Yep. About it, huh? If if there's another one, Germany. Germany. Every last one of them had slave labor, child labor. I dare you to go inside your world history and think about when these places became world powers, when America was pumping out iron during the industrial age and became the leader in the world in iron and steel. They had children working in factories. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's 100%. Because the only way to create wealth in a capitalistic society is to have a labor force keep that money and pay pennies on a dollar. You understand? Whether it been from the African slave trade, whether it been from child labor, and, and, and everybody benefited from the African slave trade. Even the Catholic Church, nobody not benefited except for black people. You understand? Mm. This is the honest and not truth. Think about this. If it was free labor, it's a world power now. Mm. That's the truth. So I'm trying to get you to see something. I'm trying to get you to see. They say, feel, go to school. Mm-hmm. Be nice. Don't push too far. Don't drive too fast. Get a job, be okay. And when Phil said, nah, I'm gonna start jobs, they treated him like a black person. I don't know another way to say it. <laughs> he, was, he was a punk in the streets is what that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, when you start, it's cool to start a company now. When you start a company in the 70s, you a riffraff, you a knucklehead. You understand what I'm saying? So you need a labor force. And if you don't have a labor force, you're part of someone else's labor force. It's why anybody part of my labor force, I tell them you can't be part of my labor force. 
They've all had that conversation. I just had this conversation last night. We all had that conversation. This is what you have to do. You must have the Molly with the Molly at. The Molly was like, man, I'm ready, program it. And what I told you, Damali, tell them what I told you. Yeah, you told us to uh, get these skills and and get something that's gonna pay us six figures for the skills. And we have to have our own thing. Period. Because your job is to have your own labor force. And the fastest, easiest way today to get your own labor force, Russell Brunson basically created it. He made it easy. A sales funnel for $99 a month. That's it. Or do a YouTube video and then let YouTube's technology be your labor force. Monetize Antonio. Yes, sir. In one of uh, one of the calls that I was uh, listening to, you were talking about the dynamics of money and power. Mm-hmm. And you said, if you pay someone $400 and just buy their house, let's use the absurdist. Okay, just $400, I'm going to buy your house. You're basically telling him that he cannot live in his house because your money has the power to kick him out, right? Mm, facts. But that only applies if that money is from unearned income. Right. Because guess what? Let, let's let's go by uh, my work. I charge you $900 for a book, okay? Now, if I am buying from someone something and I'm paying them $900, I'm not giving them money. I'm basically saying, hey, I'm going to work. I'm going to write the book. So basically, I'm going to slave away to get these tokens to give to you. So basically, I'm working for you now so I can buy this stuff, this iPhone, this uh, laptop from you. So what I'm buying for $900, I'm not buying it for $900, really. I'm working $900 worth of hours of my time and energy. I'm putting that work in to get something from them. So as long as it's not unearned as long as it's earned income from my hours i'm not giving someone money and taking them out of their house i'm literally working for them thousands of dollars worth of work so i can collect enough money to give it to them so then they i can get that shirt or pairs of shoes or that car but only if it is unearned income can i say hey i didn't even work for this money i'm gonna give it to you get out of your house it's power only when you're not working for it and it's just coming to you. Otherwise, you're just trading time for money. There's no That's power it. in that. 100%. 100%. And your job is to get all your earned money. Every, every time you do something, this is what makes you wealthy. Every time you do something, if you say, I write a book for $900, that's earned income. Ain't no wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And then you take that $900 and you put it in some vehicle you created and go get unearned income with it. And the more unearned income you have, the more you create wealth. That's why you need a vehicle, which is a labor force. So then you say, well, how do I get a labor force then? You gotta have resources. And if you don't have resources, then you can't afford a labor force or compensate a labor force. And if you don't have that, you can never get the wealth. The reason why I'm just going to say this and I'm going to I'm going to hit this and jump out real quick of this here. The reason why and I, I, I enjoy these conversations, Susan, I never say nothing, though, but I enjoy them. I enjoy them. They say, well, so 
why are I'm about to bring up race? So don't don't get uncomfortable. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, black people need to do better. And so I, I, I hear you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's happening? And I had to break down what's happening. Black people have been systematically etched out of resources. Doesn't matter. Housing, water, doesn't matter. This lawed out of it. To forever, listen, listen to me well, to forever be the permanent labor class mm. of America. Now, before you, before you trip, listen. And now they're doing white folk like that. Rewind, press play. Mm-hmm. Systematically, see, that was the punchline, Jerome. Yeah, I ain't really care about the black folk lie. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to know they're doing it to everybody now systematically there was no labor force in america well go get one mm-hmm. it started with indentured servants mm-hmm. people from asia this is this is world history mm-hmm. building railroads that said we need a better one get the africans and then 1612 the doctrine of exclusion all people who are as dark as antonio or anything like it would be excluded from the labor the fruits the white folk doctrine of exclusion looking up yourself and that's been that way but forget all that they doing you like that now and they're using reasons they're using reasons they say well you know when susan overqualified See, I don't want to see. I'm trying to tell you about your framework because I need you to build this all in your companies. I'm trying to tell you. They can't say, well, Susan is black. No. <laughs> no. no. They say, she's too expensive. She's overqualified. Well, how do you mean overqualified? That's, that's who I want. I want anybody overqualified for any position. Overqualified means I don't want to pay you your worth. Mm-hmm. Overqualified. Mm-hmm. See, y'all don't want. Mm-hmm. When I say mm-hmm. Susan is overqualified, I'm saying I can't pay her pennies on a dollar. She she effing up my labor force. That's what, <laughs> deep down. You know I'm true. Deep down, you know it's true. You overqualified, and they can't wait. They can't wait to say, "Well, feel." The contract you asked for is, they can't wait. <laughs> they cannot wait because the goal is to permanently put you in the labor class. And then guess what we do? We start companies to get out the labor class with our labor mindsets. And now our companies act just like the labor class. So this is what we're talking about. You understand? Mm-hmm. This is what we're talking about. So I want you to build your, I don't if you're selling quilts, everything I say today applies. If you're selling quilts, you understand? One of the smartest things I ever seen somebody do was Patty LaBelle. Patty LaBelle was cooking sweet potato pies sure. in her kitchen for her family, probably for 60 something years. 
And Patty said, you know what? I'm going to make Walmart my labor force. That's one of the smartest things I ever seen. I'm not lying. That's what that went. This, and then, and everybody went, let me go try it. And it ain't, she cooked a good sweet potato pie. It tastes like my grandmother's. I was expecting it to be garbage because it was in, it don't taste like nothing that's going, supposed to be in the store. What she did was she used science and chemistry to mix up the perfect formula and say, don't y'all mess up my stuff. She ain't cooking none of them pies no more. She got other folk mixing and chemistry and stuff. And then said, Walmart, you do it. Peace cob and all that stuff. One of the smartest things I've ever seen. One of the smartest things I've ever seen. Like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't do that till he was like 64 or something. Yeah, he was yeah. way past 40. He was way, so it ain't too late. He was way no, past 40. That's a great example, Susan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great example. Way past 40. He is an inspiration. I want to tell you this. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I'm going to close with that. Let me get, uh, Dan, unmute your mic. Tell everybody who you are. And then Jasmine, if you want to talk, you can um, you might can tell everybody who you are right after him. Go ahead, Dan. If, however you want to do it. Hi, everybody. My name is Dan. Uh, I have a, a small sales background, and I was given this uh, invite to jump on this call, and I'm just super excited. Uh, I pre- appreciate the opportunity um, to work with you, fine folk, and you know just learn and, and grow. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. So thank you for there having me. There it is, no doubt. Come on, y'all, let me mute your mic to platform, please. Now, Dan, tell them, tell them, tell them what you're gonna do here. I'm gonna be the top salesman. All right, then there it is. <laughs> now you unmute your mic. All right, right now, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he say, he say, listen, you salespeople, thank you so much. I appreciate you, but I'm here for your spot now. I'm here for your spot now. There you go. That's what he's supposed to say. Anytime somebody say so, uh, Phil, what do you see yourself in five years? Oh, with your job. <laughs> friendly your job? competition. Friendly competition. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Being your boss. Yeah, that's absolutely great. Good, good. And then you want to introduce Jazz before I have no idea what you want to talk. I don't want to, I want to be like the church. Like, we got any guests, would you please stand? And I don't, I don't want to do you like that, you know what I'm saying? No, do you like that, but go ahead. You want to, they tell her who, who she is. I don't mind speaking. Okay, there you go. Well, come on in. <laughs> Hi, guys. My name is Jasmine. I'm in the um, entertainment business. I professionally model and act. Um, to be honest, I was um, updated about this medium yesterday. I didn't really know what it was about. And I'm extremely intrigued because all my life, I always realized I hate working for people. I'm half Jamaican, half Puerto Rican. So growing up, I literally had about five to six jobs, like consistently on a regular basis. So um, now that I'm like older and I realized that you know, this, that's not something I want to do. I've actually um, started creating my own brand and I want to come out with a, a label. And I feel like this um, team would be a great, great um, uh, starting point for me because I've always, I feel like I'm all over the place. And I feel like um, recently, I just kind of want to slow down and break it, break down my steps of creating this successfully. And I'm extremely happy and excited to, you know, be a part of you guys. Yes, and she let me tell you, yeah, honey, is, come on in. Oh, oh, come on in because we be hey, all hey. over the place, right on time. <laughs> good day to show up, yes. all and day I want y'all to go. And so, this is what y'all know how we are we're a very sharing community. I want y'all to go follow her Instagram. Now, I will tell you, she is drop dead gorgeous, don't slide in her DMs. 
right, don't don't slide in her DMs. Let her make it. Let her make it. Okay, let her make it. Drop dead gorgeous. Thank and you. She, thank you. <laughs> and she has she has the she's got the the it factor. She has the look. She has the ick factor. I don't when she said I'm a model. I don't want y'all to, a fashion model. I don't want y'all to think she was playing. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that hold on, here it is right. Is that her? Yep, here it is right here. I, she's serious. She came through in these streets. You understand? This is what she do. Fashion. They they fly her around the world to 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 take photos. Okay. You understand? Don't she look like a runway model? Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, girl. Whole, yeah, she got the whole look. So I just sent her y'all. I just sent y'all her Instagram. Go ahead and give her a follow. And yes, just just you know, don't don't stay out of inbox. Just Excuse me, Antonio. Yes, sir. So we want we. I don't want to you know break the party, but the third step is that where we're gonna start tomorrow? Because I think I'm only at two unless I lost something. Somewhere. Just two. I just gave you the two. The most important. The third step was understanding that you need to create a labor force okay. and your customers need to create a labor force. It's the first thing you got to tell them. It doesn't matter what you're buying. It doesn't matter. Let's say you're buying an Apple phone. Then your framework needs to have the best apps and the best software that your phone can become that labor force for that customer. That's step three. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, right? The phone become the label for for the customer. So they they keep buying your phone because even if they don't understand it, your phone makes their life easier and makes them make money. So do we get to learn how to build these apps and things with you or? Yes, sir. Absolutely. 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 That's part of all that programming and all that stuff. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Just checking. Yes. No, you just checking well. You just checking well. You just checking well. Grace, you're going to, I'll go, go ahead, Dan. I was asking for you to bring you up right after this. I want you to send Grace a private message on Zoom and give her your okay. number. She's going to onboard you and stuff. Okay, awesome. Um, uh, my question was around um, funnels. Is that a, a primary, um, your primary like advertising um, platform like funnels or, or to get people to, to buy? everything everything here is in some sort of funnel as all of y'all businesses should be because it's a it's an invisible person walking your people to the next level so right now there's 25 people on this call y'all on 25 different levels and since i can't call every last one of you you need to if you hit the podcast the podcast needs to put you to the morning call or whatever right somewhere this is why this is the ATS universe. If you, you catch his own medium, then you need to find his own LinkedIn. You need to bump around here. And I've got it set up to where, oh yeah, there it is. I, I'm, yeah, that, that, that's her handle right there. Plus I dropped a link too to make it easy for you. I've got it set up to where intentionally I'm making sure that we give so much value away that you go out there and you're like, ah, oh, man, they didn't give me what I got over there. And that was on a free call. You know what I'm saying? And blah, 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 blah. So let me wrap this up because we got a 10:30. You got enough information now. I can't tell you how to build the 3,000 steps to your frame for your framework for your company because your company is just your fingerprint. I can't tell you what to do with your fingerprint. You understand? But I want you to go from the beginning. I gave you the three most important. I gave you. Number one, oh, 
I'm in a disaster. Most people will be, most won't. How do you know most people are gonna be in a disaster? 96% of the world is not making 1% of the world's income. It's just statistics. This is the good thing about data. If 1% of the world controls 96% of the world's income, it means a whole 4% of people are doing well. The 96 are in a disaster. You understand? That's just that simple. Now, some people know how to make that disaster look good. I know black folks struggle. Honestly, God, true. Get on they just so they won't be seen struggling. Man, I, I know a man and they had no food. Every day, he would go for a week and grill some onions. You know how good that smell, huh? Grill some onions, mm -hmm. season them, and then he would do it every day just to make it seem like he was cooking every day. We know how to make the struggle look good. You know we do. You know we do. You understand. Some of y'all have no idea how you're getting your water bill paid this month. But you sure going to look good doing it. You know what I'm saying? This time the goal is actually be good. Make sure you get Dan's number. Outstanding. Now, lastly, or second to lastly, after that disaster, he said, all right, got you. Are you arrogant, though? Because if you have lack, well, I know, let me tell you what arrogant is. Arrogant is not receiving new information. So if you lack in an area, you stop receiving new information in that area. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. That's tough. I know it is, but it's facts. It doesn't make you arrogant as in the way we hijack the word. It means if you lack, it means you ain't got no good seeds there. And if you ain't got no good seeds, you keep planting lack seeds. You need to learn something new in that area. Go ahead. Now is, okay, is needing to learn something new in that area, that's step three of the framework? That's two. Oh, we're still in two. That's two. I just, okay. I just worded it differently. Okay. I, just, I just worded it differently. I just worded it differently. That's the 186 books I had to read. Yeah, yeah, just to just to open my mind up, right? I, I just worded it differently. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm doing my, my sermon clothes. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, restating it, you know. If you have lack, it means you're planting lack, which means you're destroying yourself. It's not that nobody says, you know what? My name is Phoenix. I'm going to destroy myself today. No, that's not what you said. You said I am a model. And I'm I here. I'm, I got a bunch of eyes in the fire. Which iron do I need? You know, and that bunch of eyes in the fire. She needs someone that says, "Okay, listen. Here's your most profitable one. Plant that one." And if you're not doing that, it means you keep doing it your way. Amen. Ashe. This is what it is. Do you understand? You keep doing it your way, and your way ain't paying the bills. Let the Lord use you. It's the truth. It's not paying the bills. And then thirdly, you need to have a labor force because you ain't getting well. Your company is a lie. It ain't the American dream. 
it ain't gonna do nothing for you until it becomes a labor force. Here's how Robert Kiyosaki book says it in Cash Flow Quadrant to follow up to Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He says it far more professionally. He says that in the B and I quadrant, a business owner, business works for him. That's what he says. I'm telling it to you like you need to hear it. It's a labor force. The business is a slave. It is child labor. It is slave labor, shutting up and doing what Dolores told it to do. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's, that's what it is. Those are the most important three. After that, you're on your own. Your business needs to become a labor force now. So some of you should have said, I got to redo my whole business. And I'm so glad you did. Your business needs to become a labor force because if, if Dolores is always doing interviews, that's not, she's the labor force. But if Dolores is running those interviews 16 times a day over four social networks, them social networks is our labor force now. You do something once, you run it 16 times. Y'all will do an interview and act like a celebrity and don't wear the same outfit twice. That interview need to be seen once a day. You hear me? The album ain't going to let me see it the first time you do it. Anyway, you might as well post it again. You understand what I'm saying? You know, we all got that, you know, them, them clothes. We all got that one chair. They got all our clothes on it. <laughs> Grace say it's in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? It just it just laid across there. It just laid across there. Right? You know what I'm saying? You use it every. You you do that every day. Might as well let me see your interview every day. You understand? All right. So here's my closing thoughts for you. This is what I've been building in ATS, and this is what we we we've been working on. And I've, I've been, I've reverse engineered how I became a millionaire. And now what I'm doing, this is, it's very hard. It takes a while. It is, I'm saying, okay, put people in this step, this step, this step, this step. Now what happens is these steps break down because the people don't always do right by the steps. You understand what I'm saying? So the steps break down and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No worries. So then you got to figure out how to build a framework around the people breaking the steps down wherever every time there's a leak build the framework framework around that leak and that's all you got to do if you are looking for the all right man just just give me the answer ain't one i'm sorry not until i write the book about it it ain't gonna be no answer all right when i write the book it'll be an answer the most important thing said thus far is understanding that this game is not set up for you to win. Your governments, all of them, have decided winning for you is putting you in the highest tax bracket possible. Every government on the planet, I don't care if it's communism or socialism or republic, ism that's not a word but anyway every democracy is what i was looking for right every single government says dolores now i want you here 
the highest tax bracket possible. Dolores says, I'm gonna start a company. Okay, I got tax brackets for that too. They, they all want you part of the labor force. Why? Name me another constitutional way the government makes money. Taxes. The only constitutional way the government gets to profit is taxes. So why on earth would they let you out of the only way they can make money? It makes sense when somebody break it down like that, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Your job is to say, you right, government. Now you fit to be my labor force. And you work it like that. Hope this has been a help for you. Dan, we'll call you right after this. You call him right after this. And Jasmine, I'm, I'm glad we follow each other. I, I love everything you do. So keep, keep it up from everybody. Do not, under any circumstances, go silently in the night. You were born to be rich, as the late Bob Proctor says. And I'm telling you, abundance is your birthright. And the only way you are ever going to get rich is you stop being humble and you start making labor forces. And be wise like Ibrahim said. It's okay to be in someone else's labor force. And then take their money, take Antonio's money, and put it outside of Antonio's network into your own network that gives you unearned income. Anybody telling you different is trying to be your pimp. Straight up. Your job is to take everything I teach you, everything I give you, take it, you take it out of this economy and you go start your own. You keep what's in this economy what's supposed to be here. Some something's supposed to be here so it can keep flipping, but it only flips so you can take it out. Because everything I do goes right back into real estate. Hell, I take my own money out my own economy. Yes. <laughs> so you ought to be doing the same thing. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Thank you all so much. We will see you at 1035 Esoteric Call, which is going to be worse than this one. I do appreciate you. Love you all. And we will see you next time. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Love, Love you more. All right. Now. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as... It almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't 
getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if, the, if, it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C, R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.